you know they think they think they're hard, but they're from Oxford. I'm not, I'm not going to slag them off. I think they were, they were really they were really good in Newcastle, but uh, yeah, it just seemed really a bit a bit animosity. You know what I mean? Hey Jack, haven't seen you in so long. I know, well, that's not true because we live together now. I know, what an announcement. Uh, yeah. I've moved in. Bombshell for the listeners that yeah. we're now living together. Um, and we're not, we haven't moved in due to Corona, but it's a lucky accident, wasn't it, I guess, because the podcast can now carry on. Exactly, yeah. I guess we'd, we would have worked it out using Zoom, wouldn't we? But We would have carried on somehow, um, with that committed. Maybe, yeah, maybe just it, be you. We say, as we're posting an episode, six weeks after the game happened. <laughs> yeah, we should explain a little bit, so... Uh, this was the game, the replay between Oxford and Newcastle. One of the better games, actually. But because it was a replay, it was the top, top of our priority list, and we didn't actually post it. So we're going to post it now. Yeah. Um, a little lockdown treat for you all. A little lockdown treat, give you, give you guys some, some football to think about. Um, but we also thought we'd do a little coronavirus update and let you guys know how we're doing and how football's doing, and everyone's pretty How cool. are you doing, Jack? How's lockdown treating you? I'm going a bit mad, um, but... You know, all things considered, I think there's always there's always someone in a worse position, especially right now. Like you got to be thankful that yeah, all I got to do is stay at home, which, in the grand scheme of things, isn't isn't too bad. Yeah, I was just reading about I think Limmy, a, a, a Scottish comedian. Yeah, the headline said that lockdown has made his life so much better. <laughs> Didn't like going out before. I've, I've I've taken to it quite well. I quite enjoy it. Yeah, I, I sometimes sometimes I think that sometimes I think my life's quite peaceful now and the earth's quite peaceful. But it's the soon the second it's over, I'm going to go out and get absolutely rat off. Yeah, me too. To be fair, of course, I'm havoc. But the thing I found is my 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 last yeah, you're right. It's moving at a slightly slower pace. I'm watching like art, arty things and historical things and cultural things, which I didn't have the patience for before lockdown. So that's and quite that, nice. Yeah, it is quite nice, isn't it? There's no yeah. I mean, there's no point saying I'm not really in the mood for that now because there's not much else to do. Mm. So you got to kind of suck exactly, it up. Yeah. But I'm always in the mood for football. Yes, uh, which, which there is none of right now, <laughs> unless you're in Belarus. Not massively. Um, well, there's lots on TV, lots of stuff like that. On there's lots of content. There's lots. Of, I think the B, the BBC and BT are posting like old game highlights, and there's lots of like top ten lists, which is good. And yeah. everyone always bangs on about nineties football, like it wasn't nineties football great. Yeah, but you know, we'll fucking suck it up then. Go back and watch yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Watch, but it's so, if you really it, like it, I want you to watch the uh, Genoa Bologna match from 1993 <laughs> that ended yeah. 0-0 it just shows that everyone's like oh football was better was better back in my day it was like why are you moaning then everyone's gutted football's gone so it just shows that football's great no matter what time period so. but we're here to bring it back right we're here to bring it back talking about footy um, and there's also like uh, we, we, we watched um, Maradona the documentary yeah really good lots of good sports films to watch at the moment aren't there Bobby Robson more than manager two good, yeah lots of good sports I was thinking about doing a top 10 football films for the listeners sure have you done that not yet but I'll write it we'll put it on socials after this good so the, the people can uh Keep so have, have you learnt the social score yet? What's it called? The social handle? Two underscore one underscore boys. I think so, but they're the words. So if you if you on your Instagram search function right now, don't be typing the number two. It's the no. word T W O underscore one underscore boys. Yeah, I think that sounds right. <laughs> I think our Twitter's a bit simpler. I forgot what Twitter is. At two boys. I think it's two boys one cut one. <laughs> That's not <Go> simple. <laughs> Just don't follow us on social. It's not that good anyway. Maybe we'll do like sound by the end of Alex actually saying our socials clearly and yes. precisely at the end. I'll do that. That's a brilliant That's idea. something to look forward to. We're really still innovating on this podcast. We are, we are. Um, let's talk a bit about the world of football. So football's not back. The FA Cup's not back. So but maybe. it's not void yet. Liverpool could still win the league. Liverpool's Someone could still win the FA Cup. 
Yeah, and that's something to look. Yeah, do you think that'll happen? Should we be, should we be realistic? Not. I don't know. I don't know what to believe, though. I don't. I guess I'm reading so much news content right now. I'm not looking at football content. I don't think anyone knows, do they? Is it? I mean, I know. I know. Um, Roy Hodgson said he wants it to end yesterday, but I guess he's he's up for is that football. Or just his life. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> not, he's getting on a bit, Roy. To be I think fair. he wants a season. To, I like, I've got a lot of time for Roy. I love Roy. I think um, he said the season should end, but it's funny. I mean, all the all the all the like Karen Brady said season end as well. And it's like it's funny that yeah, people of course she does. She's people up. want to get relegated, and then obviously Klopp's got different ideas. Yeah, I don't know what I want really. I just want football um, back in some kind of. Football. I want I want politicians to stop bashing footballers. Yes, good link. Um, Matt, Han- well, I don't know. So I, I feel like the media rather than football, politicians went after football a little bit. Yeah, uh, earlier, sure. sort of two weeks ago. Our football is doing enough. Both of our clubs, Liverpool and Spurs, furloughed staff. Yeah. To, as of today, both clubs have now gone back on that. Reversed it. Um, but much wider in the community, our players doing enough. Obviously, there's a constant narrative in football that players are paid way too much and they're often fucked and whatever and you have you. Um, we both think it's been a little bit unfair. Um, I know Jordan Henderson led the sort of charge and they've basically all the captains now have made an agreement that's going to be a, a central fund for Winchester and it, all Premier League players to donate, which is fantastic. Yeah. Really big move. Um so they're doing some good work. But you've got some more news stories. Yeah, well. I was just reading up on it before we started recording. There is like literally every footballer you can think of is doing something. Uh, Neymar, for example, donated eight hundred thousand pounds to UNICEF, wow. which is pretty big, isn't it? Uh, Jose Mourinho, we saw online, has been doing stuff with Age UK and volunteering down in North London. I thought you were going to bring up the fact that he had a training session. Yeah, I'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pep Guardiola, who's obviously been quite closely affected by coronavirus. Uh, donated £900,000 worth of medical equipment to fight in Spain. Um, this is a really cool one, really innovative, I guess. Wolf Zaha, I didn't know this, owns a uh, a company, a property company called ZO Properties. Cool. You know that? I have no idea, no. Uh, he's offered to open up 50 of his properties for NHS use. Wow, that's, that's pretty bright. cool, isn't it? That's, that's amazing he owns that. That's quite cool. I'm also impressed, yeah, that he's kind of got the wherewithal to put together a property company. Yeah, you know what I mean? good got, for him. Got, yeah. He's got a genuine business. Football is all surprising me, yeah. Andy Robertson, the ones that a lot of pundits, a lot of like Ian Wright and Andrew Shearer keep mentioning. Um, he's been making regular donations to food banks in Glasgow to help them stay open, apparently. Amazing. That's cool. Tony Ardevarad, you saw what he did. Yeah, I know he sent a message to a fan. At an hospital. He also has been donating iPads and tablets to um, nursing homes so elderly people can stay in touch with their relatives. Fantastic idea. Loads of cool stuff like that. Paul Pogba on his birthday. It's his birthday while he's been in lockdown. Uh, he set up a fundraising page on his birthday and said however much was raised, he'd double it. That's cool. I mean, fuck, that's amazing. Yeah, well done, Paul. Um, he gets a lot of stake, Paul Popper. And yeah, that's yeah, exactly. And, and Neymar as well. Of those characters, yeah, they're, they're like... both football villains, aren't they? Yeah, so exactly. Good, it's easy to make the players villains, I think. Because um, they're paid loads and often, often they're a bit stupid. I mean, yeah. I, I think... Well, that's, not, that's me being... That's me no, you're right, you're right, you're right. I, right. I think they are sometimes under education and can be a bit... I mean, and then two footballers, like I said, Jose had a train session in the park, Carl Walker and Jack Grealish kind of let themselves down a bit as well, but most footballers think good things. Anyone who follows football on social media, if you follow any club on social media, they're constantly doing stuff for charity, like well before this virus. Yeah, exactly. I think every Premier League club has a, has a division which is doing loads of charity work. And I think the media pick on them a bit, as you said, because they aren't as well educated as yeah, other exactly, yeah. They can't fight back in the same way. Yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, they were like, what's, you know, what are footballers doing? It's like, what, what's Amazon and Google doing? I don't know. Oh, yeah, sorry. What's Shane Long doing? I, think, exactly, I don't yeah. think it matters what Shane Long is doing. Some random Premier League player. Exactly. What about the big guys? And I just think, yeah, it was definitely a target. Um, and footballers and football, to be fair, stood up in their own way. I think that the, the idea of not just taking our wages away, actually making a fund, is a great idea. And exactly, smash, yeah. actually smashing it. The person I didn't mention was Marcus Rashford, who I read a Talksport article earlier. Has apparently uh, raised around twenty million pounds worth of food, twenty wow. million quid's worth of food. That's amazing uh, for a charity called Fair Share, which is ensuring that children who rely on school meals still get food. 
Um, there was a 15 million pound donation from Tesco, 2.5 million donation from Asda, 1.5 million from Co-op, and loads of money from Pizza Express. You see them on the BBC Morning Show as well. No, be like read poetry and stuff, and basically like a little morning show for the kids. Yeah, but, great, great lad. But how many football fans have heard that? Like, I, yeah, I, I, had to read, I had to read about it to find out about it. I know twenty minutes. But same, we've all yeah. heard about the fact that footballers aren't doing their thing and clubs yeah, are furloughing doing amazing stuff. Because like... and that's what Gary, Gary Lineker made a really good point. So Gary Lineker says he, he, he knows footballers really well. Most of them are just working class lads who. And he's, in, 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 what I noticed when you're reading out those articles, a lot of them were helping out kids, and the one wasn't a lot of them wasn't about research and and science research. It was about helping out yeah. poor people. So great work. I know Danny Rose, player from Spurs, but currently on loan at Newcastle. We haven't mentioned I've loved Newcastle yet. Yeah. Um, he donated £20,000 to a local hospital and is constantly donating money to um, charities which help prevent domestic abuse and child abuse, which obviously really sadly right now is on the rise because people, everyone's at home. Um, everyone's doing great work. We should, is, is Harangay doing anything? I've loved Harangay. We haven't mentioned Sure they are. They're probably saving the world in some way. Harangay probably cured the fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> so dedicated. Yeah. Cool. George Uresti. <laughs> Uh, yeah, football is just smashing it. Football and like, um, and you just and it's so good important to the nation. You realize everyone wants it back so badly. Yeah, um, you have to remember as well. These players are PR managed within an inch of their lives. You know, they they don't necessarily know what the right thing to do. They, yeah. they, I'm sure there have been instances where they've donated money and then become criticised that they've done it to the wrong thing. And they basically have to be told what to do. And yeah. Not because not necessarily know. because they're stupid, but because that's what that's what they've been built up to. Don't even, don't even manage their own money, obviously. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but despite all that, they've risen up. So that's fucking great. Love that. Well done, football. Well done, football. Um, we still love you. Still the best sport in the world. Yeah. Um, and hopefully it comes back. I really, really hope it comes back, especially the FA Cup. Would you? Uh, this is a genuine question. So you're a Liverpool fan. Mm-hmm. If you could have the FA Cup back, mm-hmm. but the Premier League is cancelled, Liverpool don't win the league. Mm-hmm. Or the reverse, vice versa. Liverpool win the league, but the FA Cup's going to be our beloved FA Cup. Mm-hmm. The Newcastle don't win it. Yeah. What, what would you choose? I'd much rather Liverpool win the league. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. You just spit in the face of all our listeners. Every listener at home is just doesn't know. I might get a new podcast partner now. <laughs> one boy, one cup. <laughs> one boy, one cup. You don't it's care about the FA Cup. No, I, you, you, I'm being silly. <laughs> I would rather we were at the... Uh, I'd, oh yeah, I'd rather we were at Wembley watching the FA Cup. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, and I mean, we might not be. You know what? We might not be at Wembley. No, no one might be at Wembley. It might be at closed doors. And yeah, but we're gonna. We've got a solution, haven't we? We think. Yes. So um, a lot of football players uh, were meeting up last week to play FIFA. Deli Ali, Kevin De Bruyne, Di Bala. Um, we thought maybe we could finish our FA Cup on FIFA. Yeah, I think we should. We live in the same flat. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty. You've got FIFA. I'm not very good at FIFA. I think we should finish the games on Mario Kart personally. But you disagree? If you want to play <laughs> Smash <it> Bros. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Smash me at Smash Bros. Scrabble. Scrabble. But yeah. Um, yeah, we thought we'd finish it on FIFA. Give you guys a simulation. Maybe film it and put some videos out. So you um, wins. So you wins. Do the commentary on that. Hopefully it's the tune. Hopefully it's the tune. I mean, they're pretty great. Um, maybe you, maybe you play as a tune. So I'm not great. Well, I, I had a thing. We'll flip a toilet roll to see who gets who. Good shout. Yeah. We'll see what happens, but. Yeah, we, we, we want it to finish and hopefully this is just a warm-up for the real thing which mm-hmm. might come back. We don't know what's going to happen. It's really, really... I don't know, it's just so unknown, isn't it? No one knows what's going to happen next. Let's hope for the best case scenario where football comes back and no matter what happens, football will come back eventually. Still everything to play for. Exactly. And forever everything to play, to play for. <laughs> to play um, I think the key thing is stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned as always. And, we, and let's see how long this goes on for. Potentially we'll have to do another quarantine special. Potentially the next eight episodes will be quarantine specials. <laughs> More episodes than actual podcast. It's just us. Ones. Here's my top 25 football <laughs> films. Um, to see us off, should we get some Neil Warnock to cheer everyone up? Let's do it. Read it to me, Jack. What you forget about is all the stomach churning before a game. The despair after the defeat. The problems trying to rustle up a team when you've got suspensions and injuries. The bad refereeing decisions. The directors and chairman are saying no to every signing I suggest. 
all those long journeys up and down the motorway, which seemed an eternity when we lost a game. So it'd be hard to turn my back on that on the game. There would be an evening when I'm sitting at home with the family around me, a glass of wine to hand, watching Downton Abbey in the warm. And I'll turn over the adverts of Sky Sports News to hear about another manager under pressure, and I'll think, rather him than me. Now, I read that bit, Alex, because that's, that's Warnock talking about life after football, life without football, which is what we're going through right now. Yeah. And uh, although it is bad, no one likes no football, mm-hmm. it's not the end of the world. That's what I've been thinking, though. You know, fans in the Belarusian Cup at the moment are thinking, rather you than me, mate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, that is so true. With my Jackie watching Downton. Yeah. I mean, if, if, they, come, if they announce tomorrow, like, you can go to games, don't worry about it. Yeah. Football's on. They'll be like, what? <laughs> you'd be a bit boy, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. You'd, you'd be a bit freaked out. Uh, is this safe? <laughs> the best the best quote I've heard about that is when uh, Russell Howard said he was at the airport and all the flights were cancelled due to really bad recognitions mm. apart from his flight and you think oh, you don't want this that this isn't good yeah that's what you'd rather it be cancelled right so yeah. and you know like, like Warnock said get a glass of wine stick on Downton yeah it's alright it's all good back in a minute you'll be fine don't stay inside um, I read another good Warnock quote today as well we, well the, the game we've missed was the quarterfinal FA Cup quarterfinal yeah. And to quote Neil Warnock, there is no bigger game in football than an FA Cup quarter-final. How bloody right he is. Yeah, spot on. So I mean, there's a clear error yeah, to that logic. It's a problem that maybe an FA Cup semi-final, FA Cup final. I'm sure he realised after he said it. Maybe yeah. someone pointed that out, someone nudged him saying Neil shouldn't have said that. Maybe he's right, though. Maybe we would have got him and thought, actually, this is, this, is, this is where it's at. Maybe, yeah, good point. Um, I'll carry on with the motif of um, us casting the film. So this, this is the last scene of the film. This is him watching Downton with his wife. Right, okay. Yeah. So we Sean B's been playing him, but obviously yeah, Sean B's too, too young. Well, I was going to say who's played an older version of him. We, oh right. Okay, we could yeah. virtually age up Sean Bean like like the Irishman. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Irishman good. in reverse, or we could cast another older actor, or we could. Oh yeah, cast his. I've wife. got one for you. Gone. Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. <laughs> he's he perfectly captured the intensity. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> Sky Sports. It's fantastic. That'd be a great Perfect. way to do it, yeah. And then his wife could be, oh, he's like a sort of a sexy older lady. Maybe I, a Helen Mirren. Uh, yeah, fine. I was, I was maybe going a bit young. Um, who's that woman who... Let me, let me pause and find out. Sandra Bullock. Where's that come from? Just Sandra Bullock. Sandra to Neil Warnock is a really heartwarming image. Yeah. But well, it's not Neil Warnock, it's Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Walken with his wife, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock would be, I think, how old is Sandra Bullock? She's probably the right age. Yeah. I imagine Neil's got uh, Neil's wife probably younger than him. Probably. That's a bold thing to make. Yeah, you're right. I shouldn't say that, Neil. Yeah. Actually, Neil's quite an old-fashioned guy. I hope Neil's keeping healthy during this whole lockdown. I haven't thought about that yet. I know. Well, Kenny Dalglish is at hospital. Yeah. That's good. That's good news for us. Who played Kenny, Kenny Dalglish in the... Uh, you assume he's going to be in Neil Warnock movie. A weird cameo. He might give Neil an award. Also, what's this film called? Uh, got a suggestion the, for you? The book's called The Gaffer. What's your suggestion? War Knock Knock Knocking on Heaven's Door. Yeah. I mean, is that, it's a long name for a film. I don't think anyone knows what it's about. I should try and mark that to the American audience. <laughs> no, it's, it's a thingy, isn't it? Who sings that? Knocking on Heaven's uh, Door. Bob Dylan, yeah. originally. Yeah, that'd be a good like, charity album. For or not, not Knocking on Heaven's Door. Yeah, that's really good. I really like that. Um, perfect. There you the film. See you there, Christopher. Maybe at the end we'll, uh, we'll make a movie poster of all the stuff. Oh, the yes. Film. I think Christopher, Christopher does anything. Who plays his kids? So that, uh, kids are, let's say kids are under 10. I don't know me under 10. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? No. Um, do you think of famous babies in films? Uh, the the, the um, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody kids? They're probably, what, those girls? <laughs> Zack and Cody? They'll be like, in in the their, be like 25 now. What an eclectic mix of They'll be older than me. <laughs> They're playing these little 10-year-old kids. <laughs> Again, the Irish, I forgot about the Irishman technology. 
So you're yeah, exactly. raise them back with the Irish. We'll zone them down. I keep forgetting about that. You got Sandra Bullock and Christopher Walken watching. That cards. one scene with the ages will be using the, everyone will be CGI'd to look older or younger than themselves. <laughs> That'd be a great scene. I think you could just cast some unknowns as a kid. So I think yeah, you, you've, you've overthought. Absolute nobodies. Although, to be fair, Zach and Cody are kind of fucking nobodies at this point. <laughs> what of our listeners won't know who they You are. take that back. <laughs> Bear in mind, if this epic doesn't continue, this could be the last thing we say in this series. Would you like to finish it on saying. Zach and Cody's a fucking nobody. <laughs> if you'd like to follow us on social media, our Twitter handle is two boys one cup one, and our Instagram handle is two underscore boys underscore one. If you'd like to find out about our trip to Oxford, keep listening. Right, let's record the fucking thing Jack says. Where are we, Alex? We're in a car park in Oxford outside the Kassam. Uh, we've been here for about half an hour and we haven't moved. Yeah, we left nice and early. Uh, well, I know we left as the game ended, but we got, got to move on really quickly, um, but went the wrong way. So let's go back on ourselves. And now, yeah, we're stuck. And uh, It's a long drive back. To, well, it's not that long drive back to London, but it is nearly what's this, 20 past 11. What did you make of the game? Let me talk you through it minute by minute. First half an hour. Not many goals. Pretty dull. In the sense that there's no goals. When you say not many goals, zero. Correct. <laughs> zero boot. First half was rubbish. First sort of 30 minutes was rubbish, I think. Uh, but came alive with, uh, was it Sean Longstaff scored the first one? Sean or Matty Longstaff? No, it was Sean. It was short. I think it was a really good goal. We were right behind the goal, so it's difficult to see from how far out it was. But I think when we watch the replay, uh, it will be revealed as an excellent goal. The second goal was an extraordinarily fast counter-attack. Um, I think from Miguel Amiron, who then played it through for Joelinton, yeah. who put the ball in with his right foot in the bottom right-hand corner yeah. uh, to give Newcastle a 2-0 lead at half-time. From what I remember, from what I'm reading on Twitter, both those goals had fouls in the build-up from Newcastle I will confirm maybe in the next pod but apparently that's the case and a lot of Oxford fans felt the same way yeah there was definitely some animosity uh, from the Oxford fans toward well two players in particular uh, Carl Darlow we'll investigate why that was perhaps if you're listening you already know my suspicion will be that he played for Swindon or one of Oxford rivals um, and a large amount of animosity towards Matt Ritchie, who was playing left-back for Newcastle. Uh, and then as the game wore on, quite a lot for Miguel Almiron, as the crowd thought, felt he was going down quite lightly. He did dive at one point. He did dive. Do you want to talk me through the second half, Jack? Uh, yeah. It was, again, kind of similar thing. It felt like Newcastle basically put it to bed. Um, Oxford fans getting very... A bit nasty, to be honest. I don't think Oxford fans... You know they think they think they're hard, but they're from Oxford. I'm I'm not going to slag them off. Cause I think they're, they're really they're really good at Newcastle, but uh, yeah, it just seemed really a bit a bit animosity. You know what I mean? You feel me? They they seem to take a lot of their anger out on the stewards. <laughs> they're really angry at stewards who are just doing their jobs. They're really really hammered the goalkeeper. And there must be some whole history of Matt Ritchie, but they really really went at the goalkeeper in Newcastle. Um, and yeah, just really anyway, whatever. But you know, I guess it's I probably sound like an absolute wetty right now, but. It just seems you sound like a wetty to me because you're not talking me through the two goals uh, that followed. Yes. So, uh, one P 
peach of a free kick. It must be like the 85th minute. It was late in the game. I'm going to say it's fifth. Well, I'm probably, I'm probably wrong. Um, suddenly, fight back was on. It was all Oxford for a good seven minutes. And then it must have been like the 94th minute. Another goal for Oxford. Everyone, everyone went absolutely mental, rightly so. In a huge, huge moment. Uh, and yeah, whistle blew. Extra time. Is that our first extra time? Yeah, definitely our first extra time. Um, and then the first half of the extra time was all Oxford, I'd say. We were really hammering them. Uh, should have scored one point as well. In fact, this is the first replay we've been to since Croydon Hearn Bay, uh, which we thought was going to extra time because we missed a goal. Look how far we've come. We've seen we've seen four goals t- today. Yeah. That's four times as many as no. Well, it's four more than we saw last time. Spoilers: We've seen five goals because annoyingly Saint Maxime is it Saint Maxima or Saint Maxime? I'm Saint Maxima. Saint Maxima, really? Yeah. Maxima. Oh, whatever, the old SM. <laughs> <laughs> he scored a uh, pretty good goal. He was de- he was the best player by a distance, I'd say. And he scored. Uh, in See what minute it was? Second half of extra time. I saw on the screen as I walked out. 116th minute. 116th minute. Um, and he celebrated like he bloody won the Champions League. They all did to us, the Newcastle fans. Um, it was a relief, and that's probably indicative of the pressure that Oxford put them under and the, the real game. That, well, they, I don't know if they did give them a game, but they still they did keep going. Oxford did, at least. Yeah. Took him all the way to the end. Yep. That's, we're out. Well, Oxford are out. We're now Newcastle fans. Uh, we continue our long, long, long losing streak. Unless you don't count Harringay.